Hey everyone, this is Austin Schur here with We Write About Music, and today I'm here with Priscilla Ariana. She has just put out her second single called Violet Hour, and I am super excited to talk to her all about it. Priscilla, thank you so much for coming on today. How are you doing? I'm well, thank you for having me, Austin. This is amazing. I'm so excited. Yeah, you're very welcome. Uh, let's hop right into it. First thing I want to say is I'm loving the single. I want to dive into the lyrical content on it. Uh, mm -hmm. If you could just please give a background on what it's all about, that would be super helpful. Of course. So coming to terms with this song, it was it's definitely Violet Hour is sentiment to an awakening. 100%. It's like it's empowerment, but not in the way I grew up with very powerful women in my life and like my mom and countless others. It wasn't like a lack of empowerment and mentorship in that way, but I feel like it was becoming 20. And it was just like, whew, like life is beginning. And like who, yeah, I feel like I know who I am and I'm pretty confident with where I'm at, but I don't really feel like me. Like I feel like I'm just shy and I'm still embodying this childlike person. And when, this night when I was like feeling, I feel like, like in the bridge, it says opinions mean well after they are filtered or they just avoid keeping you from what's yours. A lot of people can tell you so many different things and politics or family or your friend issues or everything. It can get so personal and you can love these people's opinions and just filter them. Filter them so you don't say these people's, so you don't just talk through different pitches because I said opinions mean well after they're filtered or they're just a pitch yeah. that is yours. Do you feel you just, that writing this song in particular kind of like took a weight off your shoulders in a way or helped to like clear your conscience potentially? Definitely. I feel like it was a jump start to this next chapter of my life. I'm like becoming a junior in college and that's just scary and I'm leaving yeah. soon. I'm like already halfway there. And it's just like, it's now or never. And it's 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 all passion. You know, like before, like you can get people talking to you, Priscilla, why aren't you doing music? Why aren't you doing this? Why aren't you doing that? Why aren't you doing that? It's like, I am a human first. Yeah. I have mental health is like everyone and it's just things come as they come and you need to believe in that. You need to believe in yourself because you're not going to get anywhere unless you have passion and just to know that and know that you're not going to be at your 100% grind because you can find yourself. You can find your best self. doesn't sure. mean you're going to stay there. It's okay. You're like a flower. You like wilt yeah, and then you grow impossible. back up again and you wilt and then you grow back up again. And <laughs> no one can get 100% all the time. It comes in waves and I think that's just like being an artist and kind of getting that out. It definitely has to feel good at a time. And you know, obviously you're young and you're figuring things out still, but the music side of things surely has to help. Especially writing. It's therapy, you know? Yeah, Everything absolutely. Comes out right there. And especially with flow writing and all these other types of writing I do. Right. Um, yeah. I really want to talk about the production on this song, mainly because it is so crisp. It is so clear and the horns on it really like elevated it to the next level. I wasn't expecting mm -hmm. it, but like you're kind of hitting all these different genres, but it's <laughs> like, no, 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 in, in the best way possible. Uh, I know that wasn't really a question, 
but I really just kind of want to hear like how the song came. It's about. a funny story. It's yeah. a funny. I it's think a, it there was, was something behind it. Yes. Yeah, so I mentioned this a little bit in my vlog, but pretty much this song started out and I was working with Nick, this producer, um, and his name is like THRT and I'll, I'll send it to you later. You can like yeah. tag him. <laughs> but I was working with Nick and I just noticed like a little bit after it was just so pop. This track that we've developed together was just yeah. so pop. And I was just like, I have noticing this flavor of Amy Winehouse in my voice and mm -hmm. Lady Gaga and all of these soulful, passionate and Christina Aguilera and perfect singers that just go by soul. And I'm not like every birthday kid that's like all like, I know like the circle of fifths, the back of my hand and like all of these things. Like I don't like, exactly. just go onto exactly. a piano and freak out. No, my music is all from the soul. That's what makes it genreless. That's what makes it right. so like odd. But I think that that's the coolest part of it because it's only growing and getting better. You know, like with right. that. I was gonna save this question for a little bit, but I kind of want to expand on what you're saying. So it has a bit to do about your process. And what I really liked about this song the most is that it really broke the mold of a normal song structure. It didn't go verse, chorus, verse. It more turned into like an experience, like a listening experience where it started and then it finished and there wasn't like step one two three it just flowed mm -hmm. what was the process behind making it i know that's a broad question but like it really like broke the mold which i love so that's just something i've always done i started songwriting probably in fifth grade when songwriting i didn't really know anything about it i only started studying songwriting last year like i didn't <laughs> you so you go back to your where you have the best sort of writing for yourself like you go back to your roots I feel like whenever you write a song no matter how much you want it to be just like perfect and up to structure when I write it just kind of melts out of me and I just kind of like like I can be like crying like bawling my eyes out and just writing and writing and if like that becomes a structure so be it because I just put it on to a beat and I have fun with it that way. I keep in mind structure. I Sorry, I live on a busy street. So I love structure so much. Like I love my songwriting classes. I love my teachers. But, and I keep that in mind. I just do a little bit of both. I kind of just like, there's some structure there and there's definitely some pre-chorusy stuff, but I would definitely need to explain it to a Berkeley kid if they looked at my music, they'd be so confused, which is. Sure. But like, but what comes first cool. for you? Is it always the songwriting that comes first, or is both. it a beat in your? That's head? what makes me weird too. I do both. Okay. So when I write, I have a melody in my mind that I'm like singing along with too, and then I kind of just break it down, go into a beat on YouTube, search millions, and start there, and then I send a producer, and we come collab together and then they have to deal with my crazy ass, so. <laughs> well, what artist isn't a little bit crazy, you know? I think that whatever you want to call crazy fuels to the amazing music. Mm -hmm. Until you're a micro analyzer. 
Yeah, until you turn into Make messes. <laughs> yeah, you like create like a mess when there was no mess and like no actual like other ear would notice. So well, I think that's I being too close to the situation because you're hearing the song, you know, like a normal person would hear the song one to ten times. You're hearing it hundreds of times and overanalyzing and micromanaging yourself. And you have to be sort of losing your mind a bit. Trying to get it perfect when perfect doesn't exist. Well, after like three six-hour sessions, yeah, you go yeah. ballistic a bit, and I love it. It kind of just has me be grounded and have to like make choices for myself because I'm really bad at that. I'm very particular, but it usually just goes like this: where I add all these harmonies and I Ariana Grande it up, and I do all of this stuff, and then I throw it all away, and then I like it. It just has to. It has to be that process, and it makes no sense. It can't be the first recording. You have to do. You have to overdo it and then underdo it. You have to just do all the craziness because there's going to be like some things from there that you like, and then the other things you delete. Well, now we got to say so, release release the demos. We're <laughs> missing out on. Are you kidding me? Oh my goodness! Yeah, it, it's always it's so much fun in the studio just being with Rambo and and like he's been like my producer since i was in a senior in high school so i've been working with him for a long time but when you're in the studio creating this is there any specific artist or band or something that you're sort of channeling in order to either make it your own or take inspiration from oh for violet hour particularly yeah i was like i want to do a little bit of etta james over there Ooh. I want to do a little bit of okay. Christina over here. I'm very like, I'm bringing out burlesque vibes because this song is all about. I got that feeling. I had that in my mind too. Burlesque. Burlesque vibes. Very sultry. Very. It's. I forgot what the question was. I'm so sorry. <laughs> okay, really, who who are you channeling? Amy Winehouse, Elton John, like those are my like. The Beach Boys, the freaking Christina Aguilera, Alicia Keys, like those are like my top ones that I always and like, Anetta James, I'm definitely channeling them because I love the old stuff. I don't really listen to a lot of pop stuff unless I'm like making a TikTok where I have to. <laughs> I yeah, I mean that's totally reasonable for just like today's day and age. I don't blame you. Yeah, I'm just always listening to the funkiest things. It's always like whatever my brothers listen to, where it's like. Um, like Welcome to the Black Parade, <laughs> like yeah, random that. things just all the time. The rest of my life. <laughs> um, so, okay, here's sort of the obvious question here as this is your first official single release of 2021 and your second overall. Mm -hmm. What hypothetically is the next year looking like for you in terms of just like songwriting, music releases, and a loose plan? A loose plan is lots of grind time. Yeah. I am planning like more than I ever have in my life and I've never been so excited in my life. Um, so I've been, I'm working on already. So there's this one called Home, which I'm working with Berkeley friends. And then that will be coming out soon. I have Rebel coming out in October, which is going to be very Halloween-esque, very bad badass like bad energy like um 
so many things. I like we could do another interview for that. That's cool. <laughs> and, and then another one that I'm. It's like electro pop, which is like. I'm oh just, yeah, I was gonna ask a follow up about are you gonna be looking to experiment in sound, but you kind of answered that for me. I'm so and sorry. I say yeah. good. No, don't be sorry. No, that's good. And the reason is like, there are so many artists these days that stick to the same sound. We sort of touched on you hitting all the genres in this song. Mm -hmm. And it's nice to experiment. Like you're young, I've said that, and you're experimenting. Mm -hmm. You're gonna find a sound for yourself and you're gonna figure it out. Exactly. And there's no rush. I can still be figuring it out for like the rest of my life because I'm that in particular with my sound every every song has its own story every story has to be told differently right yeah some things just have different sounds to them exactly now you had mentioned that you started sort of songwriting back in fifth grade was it Mm -hmm. okay so one that's amazing i don't even know what i was doing in fifth grade (laughs) putting songs together were there any like specific artists or even a specific album that you heard back then that sort of like sparked the decision for you? You're like, I want to make music. Something that had such a profound effect. That you're like, I don't want to be a firefighter or a nurse. Music is it. Okay, so there is, there's two. There's Great. two stories. So I grew up, my uncle is a beach boy. And so I grew up being on stage with him and like that, like just seeing a crowd in front of you since you were born one time a year, one time a year. Yeah. I go off on that one time a year. I make that stage my own for Barbara Ann. Like, you know, like, so that really, like I wanted one day, I just always imagine 17,000 on me and just the excitement of having all these people knowing your songs and being in, in sync with you. like. That's it's that's the dream. That is the dream. dream. And then another one is back around the same time I went to Best Buy with my dad and got the burlesque CD. I was way too young for it. I got very love that. That's where like I was belting at like twelve, like bound to you, like a tough lover. (laughs) And my other story is Little Mix. Little Mix was a really big band for me back then. I remember when I sang Change Your Life. Oh, yeah. It's like super big riff that Perry Edwards does. And I belted it at recess with my friend Maggie. I don't know how I remember this. That's amazing. I, I belted it at, yeah, in the at recess with my friend. And she just went <laughs> and was like, what's that? <laughs> Was that you? And that was that was like that my was first like it. ever like songwriting like friend, and we always made music together. And she was just like so astonished. And that's where I was just like, just never um, stop, never stop loving. And it music comes. I remember my friend telling me this like, it's just a cute, a uh, cute but sad quote. Like artists are artists because they have to be. Like because music is something they have to do. Sure. You know, like, not everyone has a perfect life, and artists just happen to be those who their therapy was literally music. So, yeah. But it's nice that you. It started young for me. That's why I started writing early. (laughs) Now, there's so many people that don't really discover what they want to do until way too late in their life. 
out of fear that they're going to fail or they just don't think that they have it in them when they really do. So I think that it's great that you made that realization so long ago. It's still hard. It's still hard to keep that. But I already know, like, once I go down that rabbit hole, there's no going back and for and there's no there's no point. There's no point. I have passion for what I do. I have love for what I do in every aspect. And that's all that matters. It's just continuing doing what I'm doing and just for the sake of passion and love. And that's all that matters. Like, that's that's it. I agree. I fully agree. So now that you've gone from start to finish in the entire process of the songwriting, the, the production, even like the marketing part of it, is there a single thing that you enjoy the most about the entire process from start to finish? Hmm. I can tell you the thing I hated the most was finishing it. Because <laughs> there's always more to be done. That's like my biggest thing. Um, my favorite part? Probably just finally putting everything in my head to words. I feel like that's just one of like the most critical thinking thing to do on your own is sure. to just self-diagnose yourself with poetry. Right. <laughs> but I, I love it when that starts clearing up and you go through drafts and drafts and drafts and then finally you just like you look that. at those yeah. words and they come back at you and they're reflecting i like that so okay so i know that you've only released a couple but i know that there's way more on the way so maybe this is a future question but do you feel that there's like an overarching message that your music says about you as a whole be your best self and be the most extra you can be because why the hell not you are a beautiful person i just want to hear more of you and more of your laugh and i dealt with a lot of bullying growing up and i was just i'm just so over women breaking down women like men breaking down women everything and all about like i don't well my main thing is just to i guess to make my inner my younger self happy in that way just to be there for the people that are that remind me of who i was but it sounds like you're on the right path to doing that right mm -hmm. I'm, I'm trying but also just by just making people just go into a trance and just take totally. them away for a little bit totally. so aside from the music for just a moment we are like more than two-thirds of the way through this year which is wild are there any personal goals that you've set for yourself either at the beginning of this year or you still you know want to accomplish by the end i want to start therapy i definitely want to start there um other things i'm definitely focusing on myself more and doing more in the sake of activities and dance classes and getting my mind straight and not being just not putting not having time to put myself down and not like I'm doing enough so I'm always just keeping myself busy but doing things that are fun yeah yoga horseback riding I love to yeah. do like dance classes I just started I went to my second one it was terrible but you know what it was it was so much fun and well, just to put yourself out there and look like crazy in front of all these people but just people that they don't care like that's the thing like <laughs> people don't know is like nobody cares and 
as long as you're doing the best for yourself because all I was doing then was just getting in my head but it teaches you something everything teaches you different things and it's just ex having lots of experiences and being motivated and working on myself in healthy ways is definitely just part of my goals I was just in the hospital so I'm working on it a little extra more good well yeah I'm glad I asked like let's set those goals let's head them. we got yeah. like, almost three Four. months left this year so let's get to it exactly it sounds like you have a lot of friends that are also making music so what the one thing I want to know just because we're always trying to shout out independent artists is there any one of your friends that you'd like to shout out because they're doing big things? And also, what have you been listening to in your free time? Oh my god. Okay, so I can answer like that with like two people at the same time. But I know that's going to be kind awesome. of cringy because me and yeah, my friends... up. <laughs> <laughs> but the Thistle Bros, like all the way. Like what they're like Thistle Bros. It's Whistle with a T. Okay. And so they're brothers. They're like the sweetest boys ever. And I've been listening to them nonstop. And there's a song called Afford that just like melts your heart. And I just can't stop getting it out of my head. Like okay. it's, it's still going. And um, Kayla Earhart, Jordan Kenzie is one of like she's country. Kayla's more R&B. And then. Oh, my goodness. I'm like, like I think we've covered Jordan. I'm pretty sure. Really? Yeah. Jordan Kenzie? Like nine, is it Jordan with a Y? Yes. Like 99. He's my bestie. That's awesome. Yeah, we definitely have. <laughs> that's awesome. I had no idea. But yeah, that's only a few. That's okay. There's Those no wrong answers here. <laughs> I love that. Um, all right, Priscilla, I have one more question for you. And it's something that I like to end all of these with. Basically, the question is, for the person that is going to discover you from this, and for the person that is going to listen to your music for the first time, what is an opening message that you would like to say to them as they enter into the world that you've created? Social media is just social media and I'm not who you see that's there. And I'm there's so much more to me that you're ever going to see <laughs> that you will only see in time. And with things like, like this, where I can actually speak and not have to pose because yeah, that is, that, that that's, sorry, that was kind of an explosion of emotion, but. <laughs> I've heard it all at this point. I love it. Cause really though, like, People hear your music and they don't know you. Like your friends and family will listen and they'll make those connections. But for the random person who ends up finding you and listening, you're just another person. So it's it's a nice insight into your life when they actually listen to the lyrics. I definitely just want to keep on doing things like this where there's like Instagram lives and get out of my shell and start doing those and totally. get more communication with the audience. Yeah. Um, but this was definitely a big step for that. And you're helping me, Austin. Thank you. <laughs> See, this was totally casual, totally chill. <laughs> Priscilla, thank you so much for your time. This was a great conversation. Oh, my Lord. For everyone else out there, Violet Hour is out. Listen to it, stream it, follow along. And DM cool. me and let me know what you think. Because yeah, I'm very know. symbolic with my messages sometimes. So if it makes no sense to someone, I'm like, how, how does it make sense to you? Like, how do you see it? Like, I'm always interested in that. Yeah, I know you're one of those transparent artists that if, if someone has positive or negative feedback, let you know. 
And yeah, I love it. I like that's my first thing I ask. Even if I get an audition, like if I get a part to an audition I'm auditioning for, I'm like, how can I do it better? Yeah. It's like always, even if I if you don't get it or if you get it, just always ask, like, is there anything that I should learn from this? Exactly. Gotta be open to those things. Always. <laughs> Priscilla, thank you so much again. I sincerely hope you have a great rest of your day and we will talk soon. Have amazing time in Bulgaria. Thank you. I hope to <laughs> yes, I hope to speak again too. Right, Next take care. Year. See you. Bye bye.